0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna al-hamdu liLlahi <laughs> taala nafmduhu wa nastainuhu wa nastaqfuro wa nauzu billah min shururi anfusina wa min syyat amalina may yadhihi Llahu fala mudillilahu wa may yudli fala hadiyyala wa ashdu Allaa idha illa Llahu ahdahu la sharikaha. واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعه وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار in what is collected in Sahih Muslim, on the authority of the companion Abu Huraira radiallahu an that our Prophet said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Indeed, Islam, this religion, it began as something strange, and it will return to being something strange just as it began. So may the glad tidings be for the strangers. This hadith is an amazing hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, concise and succinct in its words, but amazing and deep in its meaning. The Prophet ﷺ is comparing two times in this ummah, and two groups of people from amongst the people of this ummah. And even though the distance or the time that elapses between those two groups of people is maybe well be centuries, may well be a great deal of time. But there is an overlap between them in terms of the situation that they face. Both of those groups of people are strangers amongst their people. In the beginning of Islam, in the time of the Prophet wasallam, Islam was seen as something strange. You would have the odd person in a family being a Muslim. You had the odd person in a, in a tribe or a clan being a Muslim. You had the odd person in a community or a city accepting Islam. Those people, they were strangers. Because what they stood up for and what they upheld and what they believed in was something that the vast majority of people didn't accept, they didn't like. It wasn't the popular opinion, wasn't the mainstream or the norm of those communities and those societies. The people didn't like what they were preaching initially, wasn't something which they liked. And that's why as Allah Azza wa would say that all of the Prophets of Allah, Alayhi Salam when they would come to their people and they would call them to the tawheed of Allah Azza wa from amongst the most common responses that they would receive was, This isn't something that we've heard before from our forefathers. This is something weird, something strange, something that we don't accept. That is how Islam began. And for those people at that time to hold on to their religion, to be steadfast upon it, to persevere and have the discipline and the strength and the courage to believe in Allah and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Required a great deal from them, and that is why Allah Azza wa Jal honors and blesses those people that we call the companions of our Prophet, sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam, wa radiallahu anhum ajma'een. But then at the end or towards the end of time, Islam becomes strange again. Not necessarily this time because the Muslims are few and far between, not necessarily because there's only one Muslim in a family or in a community or in a country. But because the correct understanding of Islam and holding on to the Quran and the teachings of the Sunnah, that becomes strange. Even amongst the Muslims. As the scholars of the Salaf used to mention, that a person wants to stand up and hold on to the Sunnah. They want to abide by the commands of Allah Azza wa They want to live their life in accordance to the revelation that Allah Azza wa gave. But even amongst the Muslims, that becomes strange. Because the people have become distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The iman has become weak. Their understanding of the religion is not the same way as the companions and the tabi'een understood this religion. So the Muslim even at that time becomes strange even amongst the Muslims. They look at him and he's someone who wants to uphold the sunnah or she's someone who wants to apply the sunnah in her life and they consider that to be strange because the way that they want to practice Islam is necessarily according to the Quran and to the sunnah. You have the person who's invited to the wedding but the wedding's full of music, full of free mixing. That person wants to stay away from that wedding because they want to uphold in their life the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They want to uphold the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa But his own family, her own friends, her own relatives are going to speak against them. Why? Because that person is trying to hold on to the sunnah. And so they are like strangers in that time. And that is why in the narration or the wedding of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu, this hadith that I mentioned, this khutbah, who began this khutbah with, there's a continuation because the companions said, "Men whom ya Rasul Allah, who are these strangers that you're speaking about that you gave to them this amazing reward, Tuba, glad tidings." Some of the scholars said it means every goodness, every reward is for those people. Another is from amongst the companions because there were Tuba is mentioned in the Quran. Some of them said it is from the names of Jannah that those people will have Jannah. Another said it is the name from the names of the trees of Jannah, a tree by the name of Tuba. Allah Azzawajal will give to those people their reward. Glad tidings, reward are for those strangers. They said, who are they, O Messenger of Allah? He said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, That those people who want to stay upright when others are committing mistakes and errors. Just because the people don't know their tawheed, they don't know the sunnah, they don't know what the companions were upon, doesn't mean the one that the one who is standing up for that, defending it, acting upon it, he's the one that's the peculiar, strange one. He's strange in that sense because the people don't understand it anymore. But it's not strange in the sense that in the sight of Allah Azzawajan, he's the odd one out. That person, even by himself, is the person that can uphold the sunnah of the Prophet. And those people that do this, for them there is an amazing reward. Because one of the things that the Prophet prophesied and told us. And one of the principles or one of the things that we learn in our religion is that as time passes by, it is more and more difficult to be steadfast upon your religion. More and more difficult to learn your religion to seek knowledge. More and more difficult to understand your religion and to apply it in the correct way. More and more difficult to understand the true context in which those issues of the sharia should be understood. And so it's difficult, requires discipline, requires time, requires effort, requires a great deal of, of, of juhad and ijtihad from you. And that is when the hadith of Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu also in Sahih Muslim, he said that we once went to the Prophet, with, with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and we entered into the graveyard. And he gave salams to the inhabitants of the graveyard as is the sunnah. He gave them salams, the deceased of the graveyard. And then he said sallallahu alayhi wa to those companions who were with him. I wish that I could see that we could meet our brothers. The companions were taken aback and they said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, Are we not your brothers that you want to meet, that you yearn too long and long to meet with? He said, وسلم, You are my companions. My brothers are those people who have yet to come. Meaning those believers who will come after my death. Meaning the death of the Prophet in another wording of this same hadith, he said, there are those who will come after me, who never saw me nor met me, but they will still believe in me and follow me. That is the definition of being a brother to the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam). May Allah make us from amongst those people. They said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, and how will you recognize your brothers when you never met them? If you never met your brother in your life, you never met someone in your whole life, unless they sent you a photo or they give to you a very detailed description, how will you know who that person is? O messenger of Allah, will you recognize these people and you never met them? He said, sallallahu will Wasallam, them. if one of you was to have a horse that had streaks of white on its legs, and it was in a paddock with horses that are all one single color, wouldn't it stand out, that horse that streaked with white? They said, yes, O so messenger of Allah. He said, likewise, the people of my ummah, they will be streaked with light on Al Qiyamah from the remnants, from the signs of wudu that they used to make, on their arms, on their feet, those signs of wudu' will be prominent on that day. And then the Prophet said, Sallallahu alaihi wasallam," And I will meet you on my hawd, my pond. But as I stand at my pond, there will be people that will come and they will be pushed away by the angels, the way that the stray camel is pushed away. And I will say, let them come, let them come. And they will say to me, you don't know how they change your religion after you. So I will say to them, then take them away from me, take them away from me. This is what he means to be a gharib, a stranger to hold on to something when people are altering that, to hold on to something that people are changing, to hold on to something that people are trying to water down, because your belief and my belief is in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that there is no good, nothing that is beneficial, nothing that will bring you success and salvation in this life and the next, except that Allah azza wa jal gave it to us in the Quran. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned to us, mentioned it to us in his authentic sunnah. And therefore, to hold on to that, understanding it correctly in its, con- in its correct context, applying it in the correct way, that is our religion. And those people have a great reward, as is mentioned here by the Prophet ﷺ. Those are the people that, Allah, that the Prophet ﷺ longed to meet. They're the people that he wished to meet ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ used to prepare his companions for that time. Because even in the time of the companions, or towards the end of that time, when the companions were few in number, when the companions were the minority amongst the people, even though there was a great deal of good and piety at that time. But there were certain things that were becoming strange that the companions were upon. He used to prepare sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam his companions, the mindset of the believer, the way that you have to think and sometimes behave, especially when the people who are closest to you, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, they're the ones who are saying that you're not doing a good job, or you're not on the correct path. And it's because of their ignorance. Because of their lack of knowledge, not because necessarily you are making a mistake. The Prophet said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. narrating the hadith of Abdullah bin Umar and anhu Sahih al-Bukhari, he said, Rasulullah He said, "The messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam held me by the shoulders, and he said, Umar, kin kun fi dunya ka'innak غريبٌ أو عابر السبيل.' He said, "O oh, Ibn Umar, be in this life in this world as if you are a stranger or a traveler." Because the stranger, the traveler has a certain mindset. When you go to a place and you're a stranger, you're a traveler, you behave in a certain way. You think in a certain way. You're going to settle in that place in a certain way. As opposed to the one who's a resident, or the one who thinks that they will live forever, or the one who doesn't have any intention of moving on from that place. There are two different ways of looking at something. The believer knows that this dunya is temporary, that this life is temporary, it's finite. Even if you live for a hundred years, it is like the blink of an eye. And so the believer is the one who is gharib. They're a stranger. They behave like a stranger. Their mindset is a stranger. And the word ghurba here in the in the text of the Quran and the sunnah doesn't mean that you're doing things that are weird or crazy or extreme. No. You're gharib in the sense that you're trying to hold on to the Quran and the sunnah at a time when people don't necessarily understand or recognize what that means. That is what ghurba is. That is what it means to be strange. In the hadith of Abu Thalabat al-Khushani, radiallahu anhu, in what is collecting the Tirmidhi in his Jamiah, he said that the Prophet told us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inna wa ra, inna min wa Indeed, ahead of you are days. Ala the one who is steadfast in those days who will be like the one who holds onto a red hot coal. Meaning, the one who understands their religion, holds onto it, and applies it to the best of their human ability who will be like someone who you give to them in their hands. A red hot coal. Why? Because if you were to put that into someone's hand, your your reaction, your immediate reaction, is to let go, because it's painful and it's difficult and it's hard. But he holds on to it, knowing that this is the religion of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The Prophet told us, Sallallahu that the reward of one of those people is like the reward of fifty from amongst you, speaking to the companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and that is because those people are striving and they're working hard to, to, to try to understand their religion and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to live their lives in accordance to the teachings of the Quran and the authentic sunnah of our messenger sallallahu to be from those people it is something which is extremely rewarding and we live in times that are difficult but sometimes it's not easy to hold on to your religion Sometimes it's not easy to stand up and be confident and proud in what you believe in, even though you know that it is the truth and from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so these hadith, these rewards, these reminders from our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa I hope that they serve by way of inspiration and motivation to keep us steadfast in these times that Allah azza wa Jalla makes us from amongst those people that he gives to them thabat, gives to them steadfastness, gives to them certainty gives to them strength in their iman makes them from amongst those people that Allah azza wa jall gives to them his ma'iyyah he is with them subhanahu wa ta'ala with his divine care and his divine protection barakallahu li wa fil qur'an wa sunnah wanafa'ani wa iyakum bima feehima min al-ayat wal hikmah aqulu qawli wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami'il muslimin min kulli dhanbin fastaghfiruh innahu rahim Two points that I want to leave you with in light of what we are discussing in this hadith or the hadith of the Prophet that I began this khutbah with that indeed this religion began as something strange and it will return to being strange so glad tidings for the strangers. The hadith has a number of wordings and from amongst those wordings when they said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, describe those people to us, he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam nas." They are those people who increase when the people decrease. Meaning that when the people are decreasing in terms of their iman and their faith, in terms of their piety, in terms of their awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their consciousness of him, in terms of their ibadah, in terms of their worship, in terms of their knowledge and their understanding of the Quran and the Sunnah, these are the people who increase. They increase, they do more, and they learn more, and they strive more, and they seek to worship Allah Azza wa Jal more, and they seek to abide by the teachings of the Quran and the Sunnah more, because that is from the descriptions that the Prophet Wasallam gave to those people. Two points then that are very important. Number one, the issue of patience and steadfastness. It is from the greatest of Allah's blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to a person thabat, gives to a person steadfastness. And that is why when Umm Salama عنه, was asked, what was the most frequent du'a you heard the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu wa sallam make? She said, I used to often hear him make the du'a, Ya al-Qulub, thabbit qalbi ala dinik or the one who turns the hearts, turn my heart towards your religion. He used to ask Allah Azza wa Jal to keep him steadfast, to keep him patient, to give him the strength to be able to uphold or stay upon firmly upon this religion. And the second thing, that in order for you to abide by this, to uphold this, to be from amongst these people that are the ghuraba and the strangers, then you have to learn your religion. You have to seek knowledge. How can you distinguish between what is Tawhid and shirk, what is sunnah and bid'ah, what is correct or incorrect, if you don't know your religion? You haven't sought the knowledge of your religion. You don't know what's correct and incorrect because you haven't taken the time or made the effort to learn. And that's when you get things in the correct context. That's when you understand the rulings of the sharia, the way that they're meant to be understood. That's when Allah Azza wa Jalla, by His will, He safeguards you through that knowledge from going to extremes and doing things that don't make any sense, not sanctioned by Allah Azza wa Jalla or legislated in this religion. To seek knowledge is one of the greatest ways that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala fortifies a person with, and that is why those people that will be taken away from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is because of their lack of knowledge. When they started to innovate in the religion and change the religion of Allah Azza wa because they didn't learn the Quran, they didn't know the Sunnah, they didn't know what the companions were upon. So we ask Allah Azza wa by His most beautiful names and lofty attributes, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala endows us all with beneficial knowledge and with righteous action, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us from amongst those people who, when we hear the admonitions of the Quran and the Sunnah, we follow them in the most correct and the best of ways. We ask Allah Azza that He keeps us safe. As and our families, that Allah Azza showers His mercy and forgiveness upon us, and that Allah Subhanahu wa taala safeguards us from the whisperings of Shaytan and from the allies of Shaitan Subhanahu wa Taala. و السلام على المرسلين والحمد لله This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.